Nautilus and Ryder have the call. Why is Logan out at this hour? I said. I've never seen his lazy ass work past 5.30. The radio crackled with Pace Logan's voice. Dispatch, this is Logan. Mark this one hours. We're almost there. Harry growled. Negative on that, Dispatch. Carson and me are making the run. God damn it, Nautilus, it's ours! Pace Logan barked. Harry threw the microphone to the floor. It's whoever gets there first, he muttered, flicking on the lights and screamer and taking a right so fast it about threw me in his lap. Pace Logan was a disgruntled, hot-headed old-timer waiting to grab his retirement pay. Logan's partner, Tyree Shuttles, was a new-made detective with the misfortune of being chained to a dinosaur. We blew through a deserted intersection and I saw a flashing red light paralleling us one block over. Geez, Harry, it's a drag race. I'm not picking up after Logan again. No goddamn way. Six weeks back, Logan's mishandled evidence in a homicide case almost bought the defense a dismissal. Harry and I got called in at the eleventh hour. It took weeks of twelve-hour-a-day work to retrace Logan's investigative steps, supplanting tainted evidence with new finds. A radio car had secured an intersection at the edge of a warehouse district. We raced down the street from one direction, Logan and Shuttles from the other. A semi sat dead in the street, a red Mazda a dozen feet from the big truck's grill. Harry skidded to a stop and dove into the rain. I slid into a plastic slicker and followed. Harry splashed toward the Mazda as Logan jumped from his vehicle, almost on the Mazda's bumper. Logan stepped in front of Harry, finger-jabbing, voice angry. The uniformed officers closed in, drawn by the smell of confrontation, I hurried over, rain pouring into my eyes. I've got the sea, Nautilus, Logan said. Get back in your vehicle and haul ass. Not gonna happen, Logan, Harry said. I'm not saving your worthless ass anymore. Logan froze. It was a forensic screw-up, not mine. You almost blew the case, Logan. Have the balls to own up to it. Logan's hands squeezed into fists. For a simple fuck, Nautilus, you're a sanctimonious son of a bitch. And for a cop, Logan, you're a hell of a defense lawyer. Logan launched a punch toward Harry's gut. Harry blocked it, grabbed Logan's wrist, twisted, dropped to a knee. Logan went down. Harry rammed Logan's arm behind his back. He writhed on the wet pavement, cursing and threatening. Knife! Somebody yelled, a nightmare word. Everyone froze, heads turning, hands dropping to holsters. Now easy, guys, Tyree Shuttles said, a few feet behind the Mazda. He pointed into shadows by the curb. I found a big-ass knife. Harry released Logan's wrist. Logan squirmed up, wheezing, a heavy smoker. He leaned against the Mazda to catch his breath. Something grabbed his eye, and for a moment he seemed transfixed by an image near the sidewalk. I turned to look, but all I saw was water rushing down the gutter, dumping into a storm sewer. Harry and I jogged to shuttles, kneeling beside a metal object in the gutter. Logan wheezed up, looked at the weapon, then at shuttles. Harry backed away and sighed. Shuttles found evidence, Logan. You guys get the case. Logan looked inside the Mazda. He stared a moment, pulled a flashlight from his pocket, checked again, shook his head. You want this one, Nautilus? It's yours. Logan turned away, walked back to his car. Shuttles looked embarrassed. I'm sorry, man. He's been in a shitty mood the last couple weeks. Harry stepped closer to Shuttles, lowering his voice. I know you won't request a new partner assignment, Tyree. I respect that. 
but transfer to another district. Get a new partner that way. Logan's not doing your career any good. Pace is retiring in two months, Harry. You sure? Shuttles nodded. Harry bounced a gentle punch off the young detective's shoulder, said, Hang in there. The slender black officer walked back to his car, flicked off the flashers, and pulled away. I didn't envy him the rest of his shift with Logan. I put on latex gloves, opened the door of the master. The car was thick with the smell of blood and excrement. The victim was tumbled across the transmission hump, her head on the passenger seat, braided and beaded hair flung like a rag doll's. Her nose appeared broken. Her lower lip was torn. There were wounds across her torso, her blouse glossy with blood. Her throat had been slit. I took a deep breath. One of her hands looked odd. It was hanging down in shadow. I went to the passenger side and opened...